It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDUP Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located, here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipe Special Edition Barber 2016 Vintage Motorcycle Festival Day 1 for the festival Day 2 for our little road trip In the house With me in the flesh In the person None other than Rico Hogan What's up man? What's happening my peoples? What's happening? Two days in a row I, I can't control myself Day number 2 At the Barber Vintage Motorcycle Festival. Not nearly as many miles today, but we picked up the pace a bit. We did. We did. Yeah, we did, baby. We had a little track time. We saw a lot of stuff. We trying to process still hours later. Can't do it. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but we're going to do it. We'll get through we'll it. We'll get, get through, through it. it somehow. We finished off some pizzas, some wings, a couple beers, a couple mixed drinks. <laughs> You did some uh, uh, did some charity work this evening, which we'll talk work. about a little later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what are you drinking over there? And someone was nice enough to bring that for you. Oh, I think goodness. somebody stored this away, locked in a dungeon, hid in the corner under some dirt in the back, way in the back under a rock, way back, way back that he couldn't get to it. I'm drinking a, a chai high. <laughs> <laughs> from Avery. From Avery, which is, uh, you know what, pretty damn good. Nice. Yeah, I am digging it. And it, it it's, I don't know how to describe it. I think you might have, to, you, you can probably put it in better words than I do, but it is, it's not, when you when you think of chai, you think of. No, that, we're talking chai tea. Right. right? You think it's of chai tea, tea like right? you think in chai, the taste of a chai tea, but it, it's not. It's not like that. No, it, it's not. Well, that's to me. That's the mark of a good beer. If you get some essence of what they're talking about, mm-hmm. which you do, you know, like I always have a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. If the beer tastes like pumpkin pie, you failed. Yeah, right. You you you, you don't get it. Right. It's not a pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's a good one. That chai high is good. I tell you, much as I like copper and some of those other beers, yeah. that we like in Charlotte, which I'm drinking by yeah, the way, right in Birmingham. Yeah, <laughs> can't get that right with me. <laughs> it was hard not to drink that oh i can see why i can see why this is really good and you know a lot of beers even the beer i drank john you brought what was that the um the october oktoberfest that's from omb as OMB well as mctoberfest mctoberfest that one that was good but it upset my stomach it was really acidy mm. for some reason to me and it really like kind of like tomato sauce, tomato upsetting yeah, exactly. Oh. Kind of like tomato sauce. So, okay. I've had to try to alkaline my body to get rid of some of that acid that it accumulated <laughs> for a day and a half there. But this beer is really good. I don't have that effect when it's really kind of mellow. It's nice. a mellow beer. Nice. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it tonight. That's a good opening. I like these in person. <laughs> Let's not forget Johnny John John John. Oh, oh I'm here. What's up, man? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
I got I got to give Brother Hogan his time, man, especially in person. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's I know. Rare. I got to soak it all Very in. Rare. I know. It's been great having him down. Yeah. It's Bad been town. good fun. Good but fun. It's, always, it's also good having John here in the flesh and doing the stuff that he's doing and watching him do it. Yeah. It's just been a joy, I got to yeah, tell you. We, we won't go into details on all those. <laughs> it's it's cool to see him. Doing becoming it. a writer, doing yeah, it, doing getting it. into it, enjoying oh, it, and I, I'm just tickled to watch him and see it and be there to experience it with you. It's just been even <laughs> that much enjoyable, yeah, brother. Yeah, it's it's been awesome riding with you guys, and I love it, and it's really good. Yeah, getting out and riding with you guys yeah. and experience all this. And you guys are there to help me, support me through it all. Yeah, and and guide me and mentor me. You know, like you can say. Like last night coming through right in the dark. Mm. That's probably the long that that's the longest stint I did in the dark. Wow. So yeah. And just to have you guys there and support me, it's it's really good. So Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes honestly, it's a good check for us too on the fundamentals. True. You know, like don't be so high and mighty, like Yeah. Keep your fundamentals in yeah. check. Oh yeah. You know, you can be humbled real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So so uh what are you drinking, Rich? O and B. Copper. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's your turn. So well, what are you drinking? Well, I got Budweiser Select 55 that Rich picked me up down. The oh, and the 55 signifies what? Years? Calories. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's trying to tell me I need to watch my weight a little bit. <clears throat> Thanks, Rich. Watch that girlish figure, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and dinner tonight was what, guys? Yeah. I know. Starch, three cheese, and three pizzas meat. and wings. Yeah. Well, you guys give me... I was going to order from a different place, but it's like meat palooza over there, right? Yeah, they said they weren't going to be able. To, they didn't have a driver, so I had to go up with change it up, change hey. it up, and and we won't go into the reason. Well, or should we go into the reason of why I had to swing dinner by myself first? Yeah, let's talk and, about and Rico's, this first. Yeah, Rico's charity he did tonight. Yeah, this yeah. I, I I'll, I'll let you set this. Is a yeah. good story. Let me, let me set it up, and then you can give the experience part. All right. So we're coming into the hotel, and a couple of older women were coming in. Uh, one, obviously, much older than the other. Right. So it was a mother so, daughter. Mother daughter. Yeah. Yep. So imagine this: she was sixty-five, and her mother was eighty, probably in her eighties, eighty yep. something, like eighty-seven, I think it was. So you know she. Walking around on a cane. No, no, she had a, a stroller, like a little stroller, stroller, walker. stroller walker thingy. Yeah. So we we're coming to the lobby. So I'm sorry. So we're coming into the lobby, and we see these two. So go ahead, Rich. Well, I, the thing is, I don't remember who approached who, but somehow one of us ended up asking them if they if they listened to podcasts or knew what a podcast. Oh no, she saw my shirt and they were looking at it. And she's like, "Well, you know, what's loud pipes?" And no, we're telling her, "No, oh, no, 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 it's it was a podcast one, or no, it's more about the fact that she saw the sh- our shirts that says barber. So she thought we had a barber. Oh, that's quartet. what it was. That's right. She was asking quartet, about the barber yeah. shop. <laughs> what the, we what's the barber shop? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I bust now, no too. No, no, no. Let's ex- we got to back it <laughs> you up. Don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. You're right. So we had to explain to her about the podcast first. And then the barbershop was a thing we do around the Vintage Fest, and right. she knew nothing about that either. And that we ride motorcycles. But that's the interesting part. Yeah, She's like, I've never been on a motorcycle. And of course, Rico, you know, just giggling away, well, I'll take you for a ride, let's go. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'd love to, I've never been. And then suddenly it went from being friendly to, 
Oh dear, she really she's, does want to ride. She's serious. She's so okay. <laughs> now what? It's like, what do I need? A baseball hat? It's like, well, we'll, we'll, no, we'll go get you a helmet. Hold on. So, yeah. So Rico's like, yeah, I'll I'll take you for a ride. We go get uh, my modular helmet. She put on a baseball cap, and I wore my fantastic new RF twelve hundred painted by the bomb diggity, yeah. Mr. Rivera. Right. And we went for a nice little night ride. That was fun. Yeah. Was yeah, fun. yeah. So I, I gave her a little schooling of uh how <laughs> was to, funny. how to be a passenger on the bike on the back of a bike. So, you know, you know, don't be wiggling in the background. Don't be wiggling in the background. Don't be shimmying or anything like that. Lean with me. You know, all the all the little tips you give somebody that you're gonna be giving a ride on your bike. Um, so I walk her through all those things. She's like, okay, I got it. Where do I hold on? And she was kind of trying to position herself, leaning back, leaning forward, whatever. I was like, all right. So just hold on to my belt and, you know, just try to relax. You'll be able to enjoy it. It'll be a nice slide. We, and, and I'm envisioning just kind of go around the block, around the hotel and come back, and that'll be it. <laughs> Except? <laughs> yeah. But Rich had other ideas. <laughs> I was navigating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and Rich's navigation is I just ride. Yeah. I'm like just left, right, left, yeah. right, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, uh eh, I'm ready. T- take a bunch of rights, I think we'll end up back at the hotel. Yeah. It didn't end up the, it didn't it, end up that way. Until we went under the highway. Yeah. And I was like, ah, uh, uh, I think we should have went left there. Now we're going up through the hills and we're in some fairly nice neighborhoods and it's like okay. And then when we hit a dead end, that was it. And then yeah. I stopped and whipped oh. out the phone. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get out of here somehow. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know what? The, you know, just riding through Birmingham in the middle of the night and seeing the city lights, you're like, "Wow, this is like a cool little corner." You come around the corner, and there's Birmingham, Alabama, just kind of lit up. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow! I was glad nice we kind of went down there because I remember doing that um, in John's car the last time we were oh, here. Yeah, we took that route downtown yeah. to meet Aaron, um, right. and it was cool coming around there. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I think we're on that road." And sure enough, we come around that bend, and it's like, boom! There's the whole downtown. Mm-hmm. And I figured that was neat for her. And then we had some more little twisty yeah, spots some in there. Twisty spots up in there. Yeah, through some uh, really nice neighborhood, which I didn't even know was back up in there, yeah. which is kind of cool. Then we came out to a little like uh, how how do you describe it? it it's like uh, like a little suburb of um, of I don't know, like a nice Valentine area. Yeah, it was a little yeah. more. Artsy or eclectic Artsier. than that? You think Valentine's just a little, little too corporate, a little too new? You think? All right, yeah. So, I don't you know Hollywood there, so like know. movie set kind of thing. I don't know, but it was kind of a quaint yeah. little, little. It was more little like outdoor. It was people more like Noda or yeah, the South like End. a Noda. Oh, yeah. a little bit nicer than Noda though. Well, oh, but like where you know where like the breweries are and the in the bakeries and yeah, you know, okay, pastry we'll, shop. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll go with that. I mean, it was it, like it, two stores. Come on, it was like a cafe and well, that a we pub. see because we were kind of trying to <laughs> way around. We but anyway, it we're was going. a nice area, and um, uh, as we kind of navigate through these 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 different roads to kind of get back to the hotel, uh, Rich decided not to get on the highway, and then we find out later that she wanted to go on the highway because she wanted to go fast because she likes apparently she likes to drive fast, in which we did not know. Yeah, until we, we got idea. back to the hotel. But um, anyway, she enjoyed the ride immensely, and this is something that her mom had really never wanted her to do. Now, mm. keep in mind that she, you know, she just she, put mom to bed. She just put mom <laughs> to bed. She has a thirty-one-year-old, yeah, and a 
28 year old living with her still so she's 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 sandwiched between both taking care of her older her older kids and her mom so it was kind of interesting to kind of get her perspective on that and we talked a little bit outside in, in the parking lot about that but that's a different topic altogether that warms my heart though that's that's cool stuff i mean you know that that's what puts you know bikers in a good light yeah, and she's gonna remember that forever. Forever, yeah. It's the first time on the bike. She's been told her whole life that bikes she are dangerous. Do she can't yeah. do it. Uh, and to be sixty-five years old, yeah, I want to get on the motorcycle. I'm gonna do it tonight, and just be like, "Let's go." And, I'm here. And There's, the other thing, she, you know, really how she does it. You're a complete stranger, right? Both of us, right? You know, we're yeah, all strangers, and here she's about ready to get on two wheels with a helmet, and. Probably people can tell. I mean, we're we're yeah, overall they can get a sense. Yeah. yeah, you know, smart. I mean, you have a nice bike. It's you know, she was probably sitting back in between the you know the backrest. So I mean, yeah, she's pretty well yeah. in that little yeah, corner, a nice or little bubble, yeah, little bubble. So yeah. anything can happen on anything. That's mm, that's number yeah. one. And I know that you were, would be taking extra care to make extra sure. care and mm-hmm. you know be smart and yep. Just try to make it as enjoyable for her as possible, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and not to traumatize her for her life. Yeah. But I uh, just wanted to give her a nice experience and, and she enjoyed it. She really was really kind of thankful and excited about something, you know, that she's crossed off her bucket list. I'm sure if she's been wanting to do her whole life and now has finally got the opportunity to do it. And I was glad to be a part of that. So awesome. cool. One problem, though. What's that? If she goes to ride anything else, it's all downhill from the Roadmaster. <laughs> this doesn't ride like yes. that bike I got to ride on the first time. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. guy had some big bike. Oh, it was a it was a, a dream riding that thing. Right? He pulled up in a GS what? And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> For real. So, so, but there there is a nice GS out front. Though. I'll I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice bike. So, since we start at the end, shall we go to the beginning and start the morning off? Yeah, let's talk about the morning. So, I got up about quarter to six. Just couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch on my mind and was excited about getting out there and doing some stuff today. What about you, John? I got up about, what was it? About 6.30, Somewhere 7 right. o'clock. Yeah, what woke you up? Goodness gracious. Somebody who booked this room, they gave us a room above where they, the atrium where they have the breakfast. So I heard uh, dishes clean and then I smelled bacon. 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 Have you looked at the hotel yet? Yeah. Every room is above where they serve breakfast. <laughs> so the- well, we didn't have it last time. That when we were on the other end, I didn't smell it. No, the real problem is you were not in a suite. Like Rico and I with the door shut. Right. Uh, we well, were sleeping out here in the living room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On the couch. With the conference I, table. I, 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 I lost the uh, I lost the coin flip, you know. So you I got, got to pull bed. out sofa bed. Sofa bed. So I got sofa bed. So yeah. yeah, then we had breakfast. Awesome, you know. Yeah. I think that was the same cook lady. From last time. Last yeah, I remember time. from last time. Yeah, I had to scramble yeah. um, with Good everything but bell peppers and and tomato, but everything else, and two pancakes, pancakes coffee, and some orange coffee times two. What you get? I had an omelet with uh, tomatoes and spinach, nice, and cheese and bacon too. But <laughs> I, I started with spinach. There you tomato. go. See, see, you had the intent to eat see, good. Okay, then I had the uh, cheese with bacon and spinach. <laughs> okay, how are your eggs? 
Oh, God. <laughs> I get those tomorrow morning. He had the generic ones out of the bin. Yeah, you don't get the generic ones. Yeah. I, I, they come, they pour those out of a bag, I think. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Don't talk about it. He's like, no, no, don't, don't do go it. there. Don't do it. <laughs> so, so then the next thing is, is that we got a guest arrived or. Yeah. We had a fellow podcaster. Yeah. Mr. Kevin McKinney from The Throttle showed up to ride into Barber with us. Yeah. Yeah, and he got a nice surprise on the way over. Yeah, yeah. You gonna ride with live pipes? You yeah. better ride. You, ride. you gotta ride. You better ride. <laughs> well, I thought the surprise was was in one kind of like the comment at the end of the day, but you know, beginning we said, "Well, fire up your pipes, or fire up the bike," and he's like, "He's like, oh, you do have loud pipes. <laughs> you do have loud pipes." <laughs> and we said, "Those are the quiet baffles. <laughs> yeah, those have been toned down." <laughs> He's like, oh dear, yeah, yeah. So that was that was fun. Yeah, he he got to ride with all pipes. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, like I said on the way back, kind of apologize for Rico. It's his second day back with the bike after almost a, almost a four month hiatus. Right. So yeah, he's still kind of like yeah a, a road runner yeah. or a, a, he's kind of like the Tasmanian Devil with road runner speed. Yeah, he's he, just he, going. He let me off the leash and I was gone. You know, running. Yeah. So anyway, running, so. I did realize quickly today, though, how how poorly my old helmet fits my head. Really? Because once we hit a certain speed, my helmet was just bobbling all over the place. <laughs> and it was actually lifting off your head. I could feel it lifting because it was like the chin chin strap was uh-huh. like trying to cut off the circulation of <laughs> <in> my neck. <laughs> So, so talking about that, that's kind of an interesting thing because um, since we were riding so much in the summertime and and I don't have a removable liner, I got bandanas, wicked bandanas to put on my head to try to, you know, right. absorb the moisture. And I forgot to put that on when we went over this morning. Oh, so your helmet got all wet. No. The helmet was, it was loose. Around. It was loose. And I was sitting there like, man, this helmet's moving. It's moving. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Don't have to be a dent in. That'll happen. So, so, so we, um, so that was kind of an interesting little thing, but. So we made it over to Barber safely. After, and then Rich, Rico had to buy his another, uh, pass. Yeah. So I was able to buy my wristband. Got confirmation that yes, and us the, the one you received in the envelope and we'll refund you. So that was, that was nice. It, it sucked that I have to buy a new one. But uh, I get why. Yeah, it's fine. And but enabled it enabled us to get on the get on the course and see the things we needed to see. Yep. So, so no a couple of cool things. I want to just glaze over a couple things and spend some time on the museum. So yeah, that's where we spent most of our focus. Yeah, I mean, we did. We spent a little time in the Ace Cafe, uh, which was cool. Bumped into the fashionista. Yes, the oh, yeah. fashionista who has an iron butt. And that was cool. Yes. Yes. Got to meet was her, good to see her, her friend, uh, Heather. 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 Gave her, her um, lob pipe shirt, shirt and some swag. Yep. And uh, Heather's dad showed up a little bit later, which was cool. Yep. They've taken some pretty cool trips, trips around, around the world. The world. Yeah. Yeah. So they they uh, live in Austin, Texas, and they uh, rode, they trailered their bikes in because of work schedules and everything else, but they arrived and they're going to head out. She, Heather told me, I think early Sunday morning. Oh, wow. They're they're pulling out like at dusk or something, like really early to head back. Yeah, and so and then we followed that up with our 
parade laps on the track. Which was which fun. were a lot more fun than last yes. year. Yes. Because I made sure of it this time. Anytime there were some slow people, we kind of <clears throat> got, got around them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, I think the interesting thing we all did was I think he did the t- we did them in safe locations. Right. He didn't pass people stretch. in turns. Yeah. He passed them in stairways. Well, and the only bikes that I went around were the ones to me that really looked like they were breaking down. They were going so slow. They probably had no business being out there. Right. I get it. It's a vintage fest. You want to ride your vintage bike. It's also a racetrack. Right. Okay. And, you, and I, I don't have a vintage bike. Right. So. <laughs> and I think if. I didn't trail it. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be kind of cool if if they would segment them. Like if they pull up when you're lining up. Okay. What bike you have. If Barbara's listening, this is something I'd recommend. Or maybe there's different reasons. But kind of. You know, if you have those old bikes, just let them go out there by themselves so they can be enjoy it and not have to worry about getting run over in yeah. themselves or, and, and let everybody else enjoy it. Yeah. And especially, too, if you've been on the track before, you should have your own little special class of. Yeah. I well, mean, how do you keep track of that? And, but I'll, you know, but I'll, I'll counter that just a little bit by saying, as a novice, like today, I had no business going any faster than we were going today. Right. I, re- I really don't. Yeah, top speed maybe six. Regardless of the bike on. that I'm on, just because I don't have the training, I don't have the skills to ride on a track, mm-hmm. even if I was on a, a track-worthy bike. Mm-hmm. So I, today, to me, was perfect. Yeah, yeah I, I thought agree. That I, I was able to open it up a few times on the straightaway. You know, I was able to get hot in a couple of corners, you know, get the deuce over as far as I dare lean it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Oh, we didn't check the tires today. I need to do that. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. And because there was one time I, I was for sure I was going to scrape. I was getting ready for it. That that last big turn before you go under the overpass uh-huh. by the museum. Because uh-huh. I was way over there. Because <laughs> I, I cut the corner because I was watching the sport bikes earlier. Uh-huh. Like They come in to the right-hander. They follow it. But then the next left, instead of following the curbing, they go up and over. Then they take the next right before they get down the next straightaway. Uh, so I was doing that. I wasn't going over the curbing, but I was basically cutting straight through right. that second turn. I know what you're talking about. And then down into the third one. And boy, when I got in that third one, I was like, oh, that's that's, that's quite a quick. bit of speed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't break at the second turn. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, here we go. Let's see how far she's going to lean. And it didn't scrape, so it apparently wasn't as far as I thought it was. Oh, so. cool, cool. Did, now, did you do, because I recorded my ride on the track on East yeah. Loop Ride. Did you? Oh, I did, yep. Okay, cool. And, it's gonna be, it's, I want to see how, how the pattern. And GoPro front yeah, and rear. Yeah, to see if we yeah. stay true to the lines of the track. So uh, I can't wait to go back and look at that. Well, and the interesting thing is, we talked about this before, since I do a little iRacing. Yes. In the past year, I've had a bit of time on that track, right? You know, virtually in various race cars. So I've kind of getting the feel of the line, you know, where you pick up speed. Right. And of course, the game has a preferred line. It kind of shows you where the preferred racing line is and stuff. So yeah, it was neat to do it now this year where we did carry a little more speed. Right. Be like, oh, yeah, I feel how this three turn combo before you get to the museum, you know, I. Now I understand why they go through that second turn uh, straight because uh-huh. it you know sets you up for the third one. It was really cool, cool this year. Awesome. Last year we were just too damn slow to even realize I was on a racetrack. <laughs> so I could have been in downtown Birmingham right. last year. We were going so slow, right? 
Now, that's cool to know, but now we're going to switch over to John because I'm really curious to hear what John did on the track, being on a spider and being his first time and going those speeds around a track, no less. And I'm sure that's that's an accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? That is. It doesn't even have a year in the saddle. Right. And he has 7,000 miles? Seven, almost 7,000 miles? 60, yeah, well, 6,500. And he's had it on the track. He can literally say, I've had my my spider on the track. Yeah, I mean, I I hung with you, Rich. I mean, I, when we got away from everybody at the end, I wouldn't want to go much faster. I was at the yeah. comfort zone with you in yeah. front of me. I, I still was, think you're a little too close, though. You're a little close for my comfort. I'm sorry. And when you follow Rico, I'm always like, oh, dear God, he's too close. <laughs> That's my only tip. I still think you follow a little too close. Okay. All right. I don't know if you feel the same way, Rico, but I looked in the mirror a couple times, and I'm like... Is he going around me? Is he in the backseat? <laughs> Is he going to try to pass me? Like, getting a nose on me. Yeah. Well, so, well. Go ahead. I, yeah, maybe sometimes I was trying to get into your mirror and I wasn't going to go by you, but I was just getting. He's trying to get in the camera. So, you know, so just be yeah, part of the video. Stay, stay close to the, the GoPro. Yeah. That stupid. That's what it was. That's, that's it, right, John? That's it. That's it. So, all right, let's. Let's anyway, hear John anyway, talk about his experience. experience. Sorry I mean, about that. So, so I guess the biggest thing, and I kind of have learned this a few months ago, is driving riding a Spartan into turns is like driving a race car. Because, you know, Rich talks about iRacing. I've done some iRacing, some NASCAR racing virtually. It's like sitting up on a turn going, you know, far out and swooping in and right. doing a straight line, try to make the turn as straight as possible. And then right. you do it with that with a Spider. I mean, that works really well on a Spider. And, yeah, going into the turns and you know getting leaning into the turn mm-hmm. and going with it. So yeah, I mean it was fun, exciting. Um, so how many laps did we do? Like five, I think. Yeah, quite a few in. Yeah, I think it was about five. Cool. And I don't know what did you guys have cops last time like that? Yeah, yeah. They we did have them last year. They, as I remember, though, they were in the back. I don't remember them going up through the field. Yeah, I do. I remember. But I do remember, I, or sorry, I do remember, I did see this year there was at least one bike that was stalled because they were trying to kickstart it, and one of the police bikes was behind it. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know, there were a couple other ones. Like I said, they were, they were so slow, they looked like they were breaking down. Or at least I thought they were breaking down, and I assumed that and went around them. So right, and I knew when we first took off, I knew that if you're slower than me, you look like you're breaking down. So I'm going around, <laughs> yeah, going around. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was going to be my my answer. Yeah, well, it looked like he was having a flat tire. So mm-hmm. I had to go around. I just got out of the accident. safety reasons. I just kind of some of them were out there with well, back up when we um first went out and started. There was some bike blowing oil someplace. Oh, yeah, that thing was smoking. Like they were smoking. It's like, what are you doing out here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought about that a few times going in the corner. I was like, boy, with all that smoke, I really hope yeah. it's all just burning out the exhaust. Right. So now, I ended up on the track somewhere with my little, you know, deck of card size <laughs> contact pad. Right. Right. Or Buddy. smaller. So, that, that, yeah, it was really cool to do it. Fun. Recommend it to anybody that comes. And what was interesting was after we got done, we're in a parking lot by the museum, and um, a lady by the name of Sandy came up and said, they let you on the track with your spider? I'm like, yeah. She's like, they had issues last year for me, but they let me out there because they're worried about tipping over. (laughs) So 
That's what she said. She was a real nice lady, and she's had hers for four years. So she has a big RT. Well, and I'm wondering, too, yours is technically the sport model. So should be the same. It's the same front end security-wise. and No, I know, but it, the touring one just looks bigger. Yeah. Because right. it has the tour pack. Right. Right. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. But that's cool. So before we begin, what swag has been the big hit of the event so far? Stickers have been popular, but people that like koozies really like the koozies. Yeah. But the stickers, I think, have been the biggest hit. Right. And they look dynamite. They do. Thanks, Nat. <laughs> Should be listening to this tomorrow. Yeah. The, you, like you said. You get a redemption for your gas station comment? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> Keep moving. See yesterday. See you doing that little dance. (laughs) All right. Anyways, you You guys want to get me in trouble again? Got any more beer over there? All right. Let's move on. He's turning red. All right. Let's move on. So, how was your on track, Hogan? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was chasing a a Harley uh, Ultra around the track, and the guy. You know, with the sun going down the way it was, it was shining on your eyes, shining in your eyes at certain points of the track. And he was he was literally riding around the track with one hand, with one hand covering his visor to kind of block the sun. I was like, what are you doing? Put both hands on the bars, you idiot. But uh, I got through it unscathed with him in front of me um, and with... Um, people on my tail getting around the corners and uh, watching him kind of do these little acrobat stunts around uh, the sun burning uh, corners. But anyway, it was, it was good. Other than that, I was able to keep up a, a, a good click and take the corners at a good speed and, you know, was able to do my thing. Went, went by a couple of slow people. Unfortunately, they were breaking down down because they were on like little mopeds or Vespas and they were like running out of gas or something. So I just kind of, kind of. One of the guys was that, um, that Norton that you saw when we're doing the safety talk. He was on that one. He was on that one. Okay. The one on the straightaway where I think we ended up. He was riding that thing though. In the corners? Yeah. He was really riding that thing. It didn't have much down the straightaway. You know, I probably had more in second gear than he did, but. Uh In the corners, he was getting after it. Yeah, and I followed him for about a lap or so, and that was pretty cool. But uh, beer update. Okay. Now I'm drinking uh, Stella Artois. I think it's how you say it, from Belgium. And it, the boys in Sweden, hang on. It's in the can. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're missing something, though. What? what? Koozie. Koozie. <laughs> no, this is a skinny can. It's not going to fit the koozie. That's true. This is for like Belgian hands or something. It's yeah, tiny. Small hands. It's 11.2 ounces. I'm even shorted. Not even a 12 ounce beer. Ooh, wee. Oh, damn. That ain't right. No. Got two. Yeah. But anyway, that, that was fun this, this, this year on the track. So that's two years on the track successfully. Yeah. No incidents. Yeah. The, the only thing I will have to say, and you guys said it last year, but this year again. They didn't have their stuff together. The security lady at the top said, oh, go down there. Oh, she sent us right into a, she basically sent us right into where active race bikes were coming on and off the track. Yeah. yeah. That was exciting. <laughs> Luckily, that was that one guy. So I said, stop. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Where are you going? I don't know where you're going, but you've got to get out of here. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and then the You're guy the comes way. over and was talking to race control, and he pretty much what I heard him say is, "It's your people. You need guys need to take fixing." You go, oh, it's like uh, somebody needs to talk to somebody. That's all I got to say. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Yeah. So, since we so, talked about the morning ride over, right? The nightly activities, right? The Ace Cafe, yeah. Meeting Fashionista, true. In person, in person, which was freaking awesome. Yes. Then the rest of the day was museum. Museum, and that in itself is an undertaking. And and we've been trying to. We we sat here for a minute before we started recording, kind of wrapping our head around how do we explain this building to people? Yeah, and all there is to see. I mean, how do you how do you articulate? What you're going to see and what you're going to experience in this building. So, so, so how, uh, we, I guess how, how I would say I'll explain yeah. it. Five levels uh-huh. from early, late 1900s <laughs> yeah. to modern day. True. I'm sorry, I got to break in. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's laughing. Uh-oh, he's looking at Eat Sleep Bride. You were asking about the track lines on Eat Sleep Bride. Right. We don't need to describe it, but this here that looks like a series of spider veins is coming around the Ace <laughs> <Is that> Cafe. <you? laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> looks like you were in the dirt. <laughs> Look at that. No, no, no. They're gra- gradually wider and wider and wider. <laughs> Just to let you guys also understand this. I don't know how accurate this thing is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do know all this laughing tonight. We are running very little sleep, guys. Very. But this is funny, too. <laughs> I left it run while we were in the museum. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> You're all over I the place. I got to put a picture of this in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Holy cow. You're all over the place. looks funny. Jeez. Oh, sorry. I just had so to share that because I'm yeah, looking that, at it. It's, it's giggling. That was awesome. Yeah, you got to share that. So, so, how would I explain it? It's five levels. Late 1800s bikes to today's bikes. Yep. Every make or pretty much every manufacturer you can imagine and don't even know about. Right. And many you've never heard of. Never. Never. In this building. And bikes from from manufacturers you've heard of, but particular models you've never heard of. Right. Or and, knew existed, or and, forgot existed. Yeah. And there's 750 bikes, just taking into consideration. That's just bikes. Right. That doesn't include the automobiles they have in there. Yeah. Right. And just to give everybody a note, they're going about ready to open a whole other section. And probably they, there's talk that they could add just as much. Right. Or ha- a half to almost as much. Crazy. So, yeah, so you could end up with 1,200 plus bikes bikes in one facility. I, I think the, the first thing I want to say before we go on about our feelings is if you care at all about motorcycles, you need to come to this museum. Yes. You need to plan on two days. Yes. If you can only be here for a day, I hope you can spend most of the day. Yes. Get but there early and just take Do yourself away. a favor. Ooh. Go to the embassy suites. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we do in downtown, you know, you can have the happy hour and free breakfast, but take a day and soak it in and then come back to your hotel and chill out Prices. over a chai high mm-hmm. and then go back the next day and, and finish it off. But, Last year, we didn't go at all, because we were only at the festival for one day. Right. This year, of course, three days at the festival, we're like, oh, let's make sure we get the museum in. Yes. I think we spent four hours there today. About. Maybe a little more. Maybe more, because, yeah. It was after two when we left there. Five hours. Five hours. Let's say five hours, yeah. Five hours. I know we didn't see everything, and I don't even... begin to feel like I took in what I could possibly take in there. Right. It was so overwhelming. I mean, once you go through the first couple, let's say the first two floors, you're like, huh. And there's three more floors to go. Huh. And it took me this long. And it felt like it took hours to go through those two floors. Yeah. I mean, with the amount of detail in each motorcycle there, yeah, just to see the different variations. If you were looking at one, let's say if you were looking at a scout in all the years that they were making a scout and just processing all the little things they did differently each year for the scout, it's like what? And then processing it, trying to come up with a way to articulate that to the to who you're going to present this to, and try to find a way to to make it sound interesting. How do you how do you do that? Because there was so much, and you yeah. have to do that for each make. There, I mean, well, all the Harleys. I mean, there's there's help me because I don't so many Harleys there you there's couldn't so, count. Yeah, 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 there was there were all the different types of motorcycle motors there. You know, starting from the beginning, you can kind of go down the history of the Harley motorcycle in this place. Same with Indian, the different types of motors they've used. Yeah. Same with all the other bikes, the different types of motors they've used the different styles all the tweaks there's just so much and then on top of that seeing all the unknown models that were there yeah it was just the the brands we've never or at least i've never heard of or maybe heard of and forgot right but and where where are they now i mean jeez yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean we sat here very good 20 30 minutes talking how we're going to explain this and yeah yeah there's another 30 minutes of good conversation for the show that of course we didn't record because we're trying to get our thoughts around, but I think you summed it up right, Rico, you become overwhelmed. Yeah. And you don't start out that way though, in the museum, at least I didn't, you know, I get off the bike. I didn't feel overwhelmed. Like, Oh man, I'm not possibly going to be able to do this. It it was just all excitement. Mm -hmm. You get off the bike. I'm like, Oh wait, we're going to the museum. Right. We're at Barber. I'm with my boys. Right. It's going to be great. Yep. And that's still there through mm-hmm. the front door and you pay your fee and move on. Start looking at a few bikes, you know, we get a drink, whatever. Yeah. Finish kind of finish the floor and then decide we're gonna be methodical. You right. know, we start from the top down. Generally older to the newer. Right. But no. After that first floor, like the fifth floor, and we took got in the elevator, started riding that down. As I'm just looking out over the side, just all the bikes are there, and they're just they're hanging from the ceiling. Right, they're stacked up on the columns, so they look like Christmas trees. Right, they're all over the place. Yeah, but but they're nicely placed. It's not like 
It's like having a an bunch old of barn and bikes are just piled right. on top like, of each other. It's like having a matchbox collection of things stacked. Yeah, and perfectly placed. Right. And that's when I started to become overwhelmed because I realized, one, we've been here two hours. We've only hit like 1.5 floors of this thing, which we didn't cover to completeness right. either. Right. And yeah, then the overwhelming feeling hit me that, okay, we're not going to finish this today. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't finish it probably if we spent all day here tomorrow. Right. So now let's go look at some bikes that I want to look at. Like there are some specific Harleys I want to see. Mm-hmm. There are some, you know, 70s Kawasaki's and and uh, Hondas that I want to see. Mm-hmm. So there are some specific bikes I want to get a peek at. I need to go look at them right. <laughs> because we've been here two hours. Right. <laughs> and I don't feel I even rubbed a piece of it off with my thumbnail yet. Right, right. So, yeah, that's when that overwhelming feeling hit me. And, uh, yeah, I just was like, yeah, I'm going to have to come back. Right. Many times. I'll throw it out to, I can, maybe listeners have had two comparisons that I can throw in my thinking is one would be, think about if you ever gone to Smithsonian Mm. and being overwhelmed and walking into that. And then the other one, if I remember correctly from my younger days, the Henry Ford Museum, I think, was a, mm, is the you same. You mentioned that, yeah. Is is that is that detailed and that much to process, and you see all this stuff. Well, I look at it this way, for anyone who's got little kids. If you tried to do all the Disney parks in one day, yeah. you couldn't do it. Right. This museum is like that for motorcycles. Mm-hmm. If you said, yeah, we're going to do Magic Kingdom and Epcot and Wild Kingdom and, you know, all we're gonna try to do all the parks mm-hmm. in Orlando in one day. You won't. It's not possible. Well, you can. You can hop from park to park in the same day, and just you're not gonna take it take a in. little taste. I felt the same way here, because obviously with the latest show, Harley and the Davidsons, mm-hmm. that whole corner with the Indians and Harleys of that era from that show, and some of the other bikes of that era, like. Merkel and and some of those other ones that I've even forgot already. Pierce Pierce was there. That whole corner, I felt I could have spent all day. Like like you said, Rico, that row of Indians Mm -hmm. where they just had changes from like one year to the next or maybe a couple years for like a 15, 20 year span in the early 1900s was so cool. (laughs) Just from bike to bike to pick up the changes yeah, and then take a few steps back. And look at it as it sweeps down the line of right. whatever eight, ten bikes that were there. Yeah. And 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 then you, you spend an hour there yeah. on eight motorcycles. Right. And that's just the bikes in the US. Then you started looking at all the bikes from Europe. Yeah, from Europe and Japan and, and Yeah, it's just like holy cow, in the Britain the, is in there. Right. You know? Go look the, at the Britain. The stun star sunburst and there's just so many bikes there that the the design of some of these bikes, you were like, How did they think about yeah. How did they even conceive building this bike this way? Well, and you tie it into our stop at Chaotic Customs, and they were showing us this cool bike with the inverted controls. Right. How many of those did we see today? Right. A dozen. <laughs> you know, these old bikes with yeah. those same kind of inverted controls. Right, from the 20s. And it's like, wow, something we just learned about today. Now we're looking at sort of the yeah. origination right. of that idea. Right. Just this blew my mind. I was just like, yeah. holy moly. and just. It, 
Yeah. You know, we you know, when we started looking at it, you started reading the history of the bike and, and and you know, they tell you about the motor, the the, the disbursement and blah blah blah. They tell you kind of the the suspension and everything, you know. And you, you you're sitting there, you're reading all this stuff and and you're doing that for each bike and you're looking at just the engineering that went behind all of it mm-hmm. to 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 build this bike and each bike is so different of how they did the carburetor how they did the fuel lines and, yep. and you know and the brake and just everything the electrical system even the couple electric bikes back in the day you yep. know they were on display steam steam bikes that i i never knew they made a steam motorcycle I'm st- I, yeah, you don't even know about with it. wood and leather, and it's just <laughs> what and copper. It's like how do how do you how do you how do you do that? And I forget. And, and what where's the that name innovation of that? today? Well, yeah. Well, it's I think it's in electrics. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that's. Well, that's not even new, but in recent terms, that's the only thing that I can think of that's new. Mm. Yeah, the electric stuff right. coming out. Because if you, that was another takeaway was it was interesting to see, you look at the early years of a lot of those bikes and they were clearly trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, shifters on the tank, shifters on the floor. Yeah. You know, shifters on the bars. Right. You know, different controls and placements. Right. But at some point they figured it out. Right. You know, gas is on the right, clutch is on the left, Mm -hmm. shift with your foot. Right, and that hasn't changed for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So some of that stuff was interesting to see. That yes, you can take a bike we're riding today, and you can go back in history a long way right. on bikes that you and I could get on today and feel pretty comfortable right. with. Mm-hmm. Until you reach a point when you're like, okay, I got to take a minute to figure this out because right, the clutch is operated with your left foot, and the shifters on the tank might be on the left side. Maybe on the right side. Right. And the other thing, there was a bike, well, a track bike, that you twist both throttles on both hands, and you had a shifter. It's like, how did they do this? And no brake. And no brake. Right. It's like, oh, oh my goodness. Uh, it was just too much. And I was like, and I was just in awe. It's just, like I said, the engineering of each bike is so different yeah. from the different eras, the different countries. I was just blown away of just the, just the feats they've overcome to make some of these bikes. And yeah. if these bikes were still in production today, we would have a different, different Whole different scene. Yeah. Some of the bikes that I like, we're going to get to John in a second. I don't remember the Indian we were looking at, but you remember you and I were kind of struck by its construction. Like mm-hmm. every nut bolt and piece that was on this motorcycle had to be there. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else on this for a show. There were no covers. Right. There were no chrome buttons. On everything had its purpose. Everything. It's it, any one piece that was on that motorcycle. If you took it off, it's not a functioning machine right. anymore. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. That was just. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find that picture and post it because yeah. that was cool. And it was exciting. Just and and then you started to put yourself in the. In that era, yeah. As you sit, yeah. look at these bikes, and you start to envision what these guys were going through building. That for me, that's what I was kind of putting myself in. Like, oh look, I was trying to build this bike and then riding it. Well, and the curators there were bringing up some interesting points. You know, talking about think of the mindset if you've only ever ridden a horse and a bicycle, and now 
you have this exploding engine mm-hmm. in the frame that you're going to ride. Right. Rumbling and shaking. We see it as excitement. That could have been terrifying yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like, imagine somebody trying to sell this to you. We're going to put you and in it's like, space. Okay, how does this thing work? Well, think of it like a little explosion. You know, we put some fuel in there and we ignite it and it explodes and it pushes the piston down. And that gives you, and you're, you're still back at explosion and they're explaining how it goes right. down the road. You in, know, <laughs> in order for it to explode, you need to be bouncing up and down to push this fluid down yeah. into the pump. <laughs> <laughs> you're a participant, but it's going to be great. You're yeah. going to be so connected. As long as you keep this rhythm. <laughs> so, so to go back real quick, and I think Rico, um, it's not a sunburst, it's a sunbeam. Mm. Just to make Thank the you. correction on mm. that. Sunbeam. Yeah, just so that. And then the other thing, you think about what you guys were just talking there. Just think about having the bike with a coal power plant with steam. <laughs> yeah. So just think about you have this thing, you technically not have an explosion. You have fire underneath you. That's a good winter bike. Right. <laughs> That'll keep you warm. I mean, that's, that's just, I saw that. I was like, Roadmaster what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> So and it's just and then it's interesting because I think the tank had water in it because you know you know steam. had had steam and water and stuff right. so it's just yeah fire and water so and I mean it's steam just just interesting yeah hmm. it's funny that's still how we make power today true burn something turn water into steam mm-hmm. push a turbine right. yeah turbine whatever so yeah it's it's pretty amazing and awestruck and just yeah i'm completely overwhelmed and blown away that's my yeah feeling i think even if we we went through pictures of our favorite bikes it doesn't do the museum any justice Mm -hmm. yeah you just nailed it what i was just about ready to say was the fact that there is no way that we could on this show give listeners what there is what you're going to i mean we can tell you what you're going to see but there's no way we can describe every nut cranny yeah. in it. So, so even all we can say is you're you going to have to come. It. Yeah. You got to see it for yourself. Yeah. But I'm saying even the video. So I we took one of our, I want to say better camcorder, but it, it does better in that situation. There's a hundred, what I say, 142 individual clips. So even though the video is going to show a lot of the museum, it just, doesn't tell the story mm-hmm. and i think you had rico had either you know, i think john was with me where we were looking at the old bikes there was like a 60 something or other maserati maserati of all things motorcycle. motorcycle and like an older ducati and a couple of other um bikes of the era and then between them was a modern multistrada it's just huh. fascinating to see like i think it was kind of it was some major revision of the Multistrada. Like everything in the museum is significant, but it's interesting to see these bikes of like the mid sixties all together, all kind of of the same era, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then to see the modern bike right next to it. Right. So your mind is suddenly like wrestling with this dichotomy of first of all, geez, Maserati made motorcycles. I'm stuck here. Yeah. And some other Italian bike I've never even heard of. Oh, and a modern Ducati. And then you start looking at the comparisons. Right. Oh, that's the similarities. And, oh, wow, that's really different. And, you know, we don't do that anymore. Or here's right. you know, all this electronic stuff they didn't have before. And every little pocket of the museum is like that. Right. 
and, you know, too, it was indicative to yeah, Harley going, going out outdoors. What was that? I was going to say, you and I with the Harley sport bikes. Right. Oh, yeah. The, we were in a corner bike. looking at three, three Harley, Harley sport, sport bikes. bikes. Yeah. Of road racing capacity, and they all had AMF on the tank, which whoa, yeah. everyone likes to poo poo, but hey, they were racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was amazing. The the other thing that <clears throat> can throw out talking about seeing stuff you never knew about was the BMW Cruiser bike. Yeah, you know, never seen one of those. No, didn't even know they made like that type of a cruiser and tried to do it. Uh huh. And then I would also say, if you really go back to history and talk about bikes, back the early bikes had inline fours. Yeah. That never knew about. At least I didn't. Some had V8s. We saw a couple V8s <laughs> and just so much. 32 Vile 8. <laughs> I think you were starting to touch on it with what you see outside the museum. Oh, yeah. Indicative, yeah, to, to what you see outdoors. Yeah. That's oh, why yeah. we like the festival. It's the. The eclectic, eclectic mix, the diversity of bikes and yeah. people that, to me, make this the motorcycle festival. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not all branded to not to down any of the Daytona Sturgis events, but you know, you, it, yeah, it's completely different than that. Right. You know, yeah. this is one hundred percent not a bike week event. Right. Yeah. It's just a. It's a whole another animal. Yeah, it's yeah. vintage bikes. Anything you want. In all types, and all not makes. not to kind of say this, we're still going to miss stuff. And I know there's some stuff we still want to hit. Yeah, not can't say we're going to hit it all. Yeah, I think you know we haven't even made it over to the vintage. This stuff. this needs to be a week long thing. Really. Yeah, yeah, three days really yeah. doesn't do this thing any justice at all. Well, let's yeah, let's touch on what we want to do tomorrow. But before we do that, any final thoughts on the museum? John, you first? No. Just awe. <laughs> I mean. In a word, awe. awe. Nice. And, and and I guess I'd also say that <laughs> make sure you bring some good walking shoes because. Yeah. Don't ride your, don't walk around in your riding boots. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip. Bring some comfortable shoes. Right. And shorts. shorts. <laughs> I mean, I was even in sneakers and in my back and legs were just, I was ready to stop him for a while. Yeah. And what was also cool is. I would say walking around the museum, especially this weekend, you hear bikes out there racing and all the windows on every floor opens up to the track so you can go out and look at them while the race through the wind over the windows, look at the track. And then you have a walkway where you can walk across and stand yeah, over the yeah. track yep. and watch the racers come. I thought that was really that kind of drove home the weekend, you know, like why we're there. Mm-hmm. We're in this amazing museum looking at this incredible collection of bikes, but you're hearing bikes race in the background. Right. Of all shapes and sizes. There were, you know, modern bikes racing very fast. There were old bikes racing very fast mm-hmm. and everything in between. Yeah. Um, I saw a victory. Um, what the heck is the name of that? The Impulse TT. Saw one of those yeah, racing old, around the track today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, look at that. There's a new victory. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saw that. I, well, I saw it go by a couple of different times. I don't know if it was all in the same practice or race, but I, I saw the same bike a couple of times. Cool. So, yeah. Rico? Well, you know, 
after going through the entire museum and then thinking about John and being able to see Can Am. <laughs> there was a spider in there. Spiders yep. in there the sure museum, was. you know. So yeah. just to have that aspect of yeah, yeah, spiders are included in this yep. in this museum. So yes, they are there. They do exist. They are represented. So and the people that put the museum together, like all the bikes that are in there, are in there for a reason, right? They're they're all significant in some way, right? So it's, I think it's I all, thought that was a testament to see a spider in there. Yeah, it's all the technology. It's every bike. I mean, there's anything. I mean, um, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Even some customs, you know, you were commenting on the Caterpillar bike that OCC did. Yeah, and I and I guess we talked about that real quick. Is and we, I really like the bike. Looking at it, maybe it's more a piece of art. Yeah, 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 more like a sculpture. No, as I said to you guys, and I'll say it, and I, I know it'd probably be really hard to do because of what they do. But how cool would it be if you build a caterpillar and put a diesel motor in, in that thing? I said it. To yeah, us. that would have been a nice detail. Yeah, I mean if that bike was diesel. I mean, I know it's probably you can't. It's probably really hard to do it or figure it out or whatever. But it, that would have been just like yeah. Well, the the, the KLR I used to have the uh, U.S. Marines used those, or right. at least they used to, and they were diesel. Right. They did um mention that they did have. We did see. One of them, someplace over in the military section. Okay. And I read a section that the military used the KLRs um, as a diesel. Maybe I think it was. Well, so. one one fuel. Mm. And uh, the other thing, as I sit here, um, is that ninety eight percent of all the bikes there were running. They're in running condition. In running yep. condition. Yeah. So that was another testament to the oh. museum. Real quick, there's one bike that we saw. I, I didn't see many, but I know Richie pointed out one bike was leaking oil. And there was a couple as I looked around. Uh, there were a couple that had significant amounts of oil on them or under them in some capacity. Uh, but okay. that that to me, that goes to the fact that they run. Right. If there's oil in them, you know, and it's weeping out. Right. It's been ridden, or it still runs, right? So, and two, they're they, not sealed and dried and put away, put away and stored. Yeah, in this museum, yeah, yeah, they they actually start these things and make sure they're in working order, which is nice to know. An, an interesting thing, and, and and two before you get started, it, to start to have them start a couple bikes while we were there. I was going to say that, that moth to a flame when they fired up. Oh my that god! Everybody was looking over the railing. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was just going to go. Was yeah, you, and the building is concrete and glass <laughs> and there was a v-rod on the first floor with sounded like straight pipes just vibrate just roaring <laughs> it was interesting when they fired it up and everybody you just see everybody just fuck over there, look over the turn yeah what is it? it sounded mean you know I, that was a mean sound of v-rod well mm-hmm. you know amp moto from the v bloggers he has that v-rod and that thing's loud. It's uncorked, to put it mildly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool looking bike, though. Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed the museum so much. It's it's hard to put into words. I think my my thoughts are still the same. I'm, I was overwhelmed. I'm so pleasantly surprised and pleased with everything we saw in there. Yes. Um... 
I can't pick a favorite. Not even close. Right. Can't even begin to pick a favorite. It's too many. I maybe could pick a favorite by category. Maybe that's even that's pushing it because as much as I like Harley's in that era that we were looking at with you know the Indian Harley heyday mm-hmm. and that back corner with the the board track racers and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could pick a favorite in that in that era. They're all cool, right? Right. And just anything, anything in the point in time of history, like I said, before the controls sort of became standardized, is is cool to me because people were trying everything. Everything. It's like, like I said, you know, hand shift, foot shift, yeah, you know, shifter on the left, shifter on the right, shifter under your leg, like mm-hmm. you know, even was, the front suspension on a lot of these bikes were just yeah, suspension setups oh, and cow frame geometry. How about that one? Um, that bike with the sidecar, that green one, green one that had ride. a rod in the middle of the wheel. Mm. That and we got a picture, and that was the one that had. I honestly think they took a car engine put down in the middle because you literally yeah. looked at it and the, tra- the the one with the transmission shifter, the transmission shifter both between your legs. I didn't see that one. No, yeah. oh, I missed it. Ooh. It was a very interesting bike, and yeah. it's just. He's like, really? They did. That? I mean, that speaks to the size of the place too. That that you guys found something, found it really interesting, and I didn't even see it. Yeah. It, whatever I was looking at in that area, it wasn't that. I can tell you what you were looking at. <laughs> you know, is in that corner with the two Indians from the heyday back to back where we took the pictures. There's that green. Oh yeah, so we have some cool pictures of us standing there. There was a, I think it was a forty. I want to say a 40 Harley and a 41 Indian, or maybe the other way around. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of opposed on the same stand. So we got a couple pictures there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess that era, somewhere in the 40s, they, they're kind of speaking to me. Yep. The All right. Hits. But I, I couldn't pick a favorite. Night. No, Night. I, I couldn't. There's too many favorites. I'd ride anything out of that. Oh, museum. yeah. Anything. Really, anything, literally anything, even that circle that was hanging on the wall. Yeah, it was just a complete circle with an engine in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> you sit on it. Yeah, there it, <laughs> that was right above the spider. Did you see that behind you? See, there's another, another one. I took a picture <clears throat> of it, it's right over your head. Yeah, <laughs> there's a bike called the Majestic. Oh, so wow. the the white one, okay, you look futurist, futuristic. I never was knew it, what was it was. Was it innovative? It, it was innovative. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen nothing like that before. <laughs> yeah, so, don't swear. I don't put a tag on this one. Yeah. So, shall we talk about plans for tomorrow? Yeah. What are we gonna do tomorrow? Well, I like to sleep in. Can I do that? I mean, uh, we can. We could, but I think we would just. We would kick ourselves. Yeah, all day. I think we would. I think because there's so there's still so much to do. Well, it's, I'll probably be up early because I just smell the bacon again. Yeah, you, yeah, you probably will. But uh, yeah, we we're gonna hit it hard. I think we're gonna do yeah. a lot of the things with the vendor areas and swap meet and what yeah. else? I think it, I think it might be a pretty heavy. I guess what I'd call a show day. You know, we're trying to get some content tomorrow. Yeah. That might be a good, a good focus. Spend some more time in the Ace Cafe. Mm-hmm. We didn't, didn't spend much time much. there. We need to go back there and spend some good time. I want to watch some racing, too, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be good to hang over there. Oh, ooh. We have ooh. an important thing at 12 o'clock tomorrow. Ace Cafe, 12 o'clock. 
Yeah. Lap of the century. Lap of the century. A race of the century, whatever they call it. Uh, and that hundred year what? old or older bikes. Wow. Making a lap. Okay. Or trying to make a lap. Or try to make a lap. <laughs> yeah. And, and two and two, we got motors. I say of course the motors block party Saturday night. Yeah. Six PM. Yep. yep. What else, John? What else we got? Well, we're going to be hitting a barbecue place, I heard. Some kind of barbecue. Saws. Yeah. Saws barbecue. We got to figure out what we're doing. If we're going to details on that, still, we got to work out when we're going to go have dinner. We understand there's a place next to it called Hop City, which has like 50 taps. Yeah. Got to check that out. We got to know when we come back to the museum. Sounds like we might be in a taxi tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we got to use that. What's that app? <laughs> Uber. A Uber? Uber? Yeah, a little Uber. Yeah. Too funny. Cool. Well, yeah. Right. Anything else, guys? I think I think we need to get to bed. I, yeah, I'm ready to go to sleep. What it's been a it? long barber day one, trip day two, but fun. Yeah, again, been enjoyable. So, yeah. yeah, I'm glad we're doing this every day because try to articulate what we saw over yeah. the last three days. And, well, we'll uh, never, we'll never cover. We'll it. never. If never. we wait till we get home, we'll never get to it. Right. Yeah. We'll forget all the stuff. It'd be like, yeah, we did the museum. It was cool. Yep. It won't be the same. Yeah. So hopefully, ho- hopefully it came across just the magnitude of this place. And it's something you got to see. Yeah. You got to put it on your, one of your to-do list. It's like going to Yellowstone. Yeah. You got to add it to your. Well, it's your like for us, we're trying to get to Sturgis. Like it's on the list. Right. We know we need to get there. Mm-hmm. But where are we going? I don't know, but I think we need to go. Yeah. Maybe next. You're going to put it on the list? We got to put it. It's in the been books. on the list for years. Put it in the books. Put it down and just do it. All right. All right. Cool. Let's take a minute to thank the thank our most favorite people in the world. Oh our, yes, our riders, the riders of Loud Pipes. Let's give our call out to our first five riders: Marcus, Rickard, Mister Anderson, Jebby, and Zion, and of course Micah, who got to hang out with us. Yes. Two days ago now, losing right. losing track of days. And we just encourage everyone else to also check out what we're doing on Patreon. So loudpipes.net slash donate, check that out. We've also got some show notes for this episode again. Um links and pictures. Uh loudpipes.net slash what was I doing? Barber twenty sixteen dash two, probably or something like yeah. that. Day two. <laughs> and don't forget our usual uh links there for feedback, subscribe to the show and Social media. Kick stands up. Let's roll out. Later. Roll out. Roll out. Hang on, Rico. I'm catching it's up. It's not working. <laughs> Slow down, Rico. Keep up, baby. Keep up. This has been an RDub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.